Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corona Conversations, a podcast all about Tangled the series. Woo! You know it. All day, every day. Yep. <laughs> I'm Anna. And I. <laughs> and I'm Caleb, your friend. And we have fun here. <laughs> anyway, today we are so excited to review a new episode yes we are but first how has your weekend been it's it's been good a lot of a lot of busyness i've been working have you now and i'll do it a lot of chemistry because my instructor decided to assign us extra homework because she didn't figure finish what she wanted to do in lecture and we have an exam coming up on wednesday next week so she was like guys just finish doing the lecture notes and then also do your homework i feel sorry for you i was walking <laughs> back from class with a guy from um, class the other day and he knows that I'm a design student. He was like, so do you guys ever have to take tests? And I was like, no, I don't think I've taken an actual like school test in like a year and a half. And he was like, wow, I don't know how that must feel. Yeah, that's like totally a foreign concept. Like we have tests every two weeks. I literally never have a test. Oh, you. Like, I have not had it. You, you, Like, the you. only time we have tests is in, like, an art history class or something, but those are only, like, twice a semester, and I haven't had one of those classes since last year. You lucky duck, you. I have to take so many tests in my college career, and then for, for afterwards, probably have to take the GRE to get into grad school. Wait, you're going, you're going to grad school? <laughs> what now? Yeah, probably. And then I have to take... My registration exam. So there's a lot of exams. So by the time I'm retired, you'll be just getting your first job. No, no, no. <laughs> Unless you make a lot of money in like three years. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, let's see. Any uh, Anything that we need to be aware of coming up in the next little bit? Any cool movies or music releases that you want to plug? Mandy Moore released a new song last week, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Does it have to be Tangled related? No, we're flexible. <laughs> Guys, Alessia Cara released her first Christmas song, and I'm so excited. I'm a huge fan. It's really good. Except it, really can, good. Except it can't be related to Alessia Cara. It's Alessia Cara. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so that's really good. Um, oh, also, Sigrid just released a new song in connection with an upcoming movie. It's called Home to You. It's very... Very adorable. Mm-hmm. Love Secret. Now that I can get on board with. Yeah. Oh, Secret. Do you want to see the movie when it comes out? Did you watch the trailer? Um, I read like an article about it and it sounded kind of cliche. <laughs> but I do like Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne's okay. So well, I, I feel know. like every movie they're in is kind of cliche. Felicity Jones was in that really good one about um, Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which was... Not cliche. It was really good. Okay. Well, well, okay, fine. Uh, every movie they're in together yeah. is just like a cliche kind of love Yeah, because I don't think I've ever seen them in a movie together, but every trailer I've seen of them in a movie together is just like, there's like something with science, and then there's like the romance on the side. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. They've got their yeah. niche. Niche, niche. Niche. I don't know how to say that. Niche. Yep. I'm feeling very fancy today, guys, because I have on my dress pants. I feel very business business casual. I've got on my khakis, but I spilled some pizza sauce on them earlier, oh. so... I don't know why people complain about dress pants. These are, like, so comfortable. They're really nice. <laughs> You're going to start wearing dress pants to bed. I mean, they are pretty pretty comfy. 
comfy cozy. I just did laundry, surprisingly, and I it was so nice to take my clothes out because they're all hot, you know? And there's nothing better than, like, hugging a giant bundle of hot clothes to you. That's my favorite thing, too. Laundry's my favorite chore. Fun fact, guys. This this is getting a very long chatting time. But anyway, I have a story about laundry because one of my coworkers um, said that she had to go home and do laundry, and I was telling her how laundry's one of my favorite chores, and she says, well, I do really like doing it at night because then I can put on my pajamas and they're all warm, and I was like, I've never thought about putting on fresh pajamas when they're really hot. Like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to do that now. So I usually do my laundry at night anyway, but I usually already have pajamas. But this time I'm not going to pick out pajamas till after they come out of the dryer and then I'll put them on and, and try it her way because that sounds very cozy. That'd, that'd be perfect for a cold winter night. Oh, yes. It is very cold out where I'm living. Where is that? <laughs> Are you going to try that tonight? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you'll have to give us an update. <laughs> yeah, other it works. Next week. But I also feel like um, then I'll get cold you know, like cold more suddenly because like, you know, you'll hug it for a while. It'll be super warm. And all of a sudden, like all the heat will just be gone. It'll be like, oh my goodness. It's just well, if you, if you wear it, then the heat will all kind of absorb into your body and it'll be a nice gradual mm, absorption. Maybe it might be more gradual. That's true. My body temperature might help. Science. Who knows more about science here, buddy? <laughs> for my fellow chemistry students out there, we're just working on basic mechanisms right now so we've just learned like a proton transfer okay we better get started before i fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) okay so this week we watched episode seven of season three fun facts seven is my favorite number fun facts (laughs) so i i was hoping to really like this episode and it's called Beginnings, and it was written by Leanna Dindle, storyboarded by Sam Hood, Diana Kid Laid, and Janessa Warren. And it was directed by Shane Zalvin. Ooh, Dindle is such a fun name. Dindle. Dindle? Yeah. Dindle. Anyway, what were your, like, overall impressions? Was it, was it as monumentous as you expected? It was not, I have to say. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, last week when I read that the title was Beginnings, and we hadn't, I feel like we still haven't gotten a big cast Rapunzel episode since the premiere, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is going to be the one where they're going to finally meet up again. And Yeah. Um, and they did meet up again, but in the past, in a flashback. Yeah. It was... I mean, it was kind of interesting to to see. It's so funny how Rapunzel was always in denial about not getting along with people, and then Eugene is like, "Well, remember, you didn't get along with her," and she's like, "No, I got along fine." It's like, mm, not really. It just shows like everyone has like their own perception of things, and that's always really interesting. Um, oh, I did. I was wondering at the beginning. I was kind of confused because it opens with Cassandra, and. I saw, like, Al flying down with her, and I was wondering, what does Al think about her betrayal? He's probably, does he really want to be at home in Corona? Like, he's probably heartbroken. He's not seeing, like, his fellow animal friends. Yeah, see, that that's, I guess, my big problem with it. Um, it's nice to have a flashback and everything, but I feel like we got two seasons of episodes with them together, and after everything that went down, I'm ready for a storyline about them set in the current time. Yeah. Um, like, I want to know what the heck Cassandra's doing. We've got, like, 
little scenes of her just like standing outside looking <laughs> yeah at the spikes like it's been weeks what is she doing is she going somewhere Maybe. is she just sleeping outside like we have no idea and instead of telling us we get this flashback to like a fun episode about them that is, is a lot like other episodes about them that happened in the past you're very angsty about this <laughs> I, I just we like this is the last season probably and i want it to be spent well i think he's gonna cry guys he has a lot of emotion going on which is good <laughs> I just anyway um yeah i'm kind of i'm just kind of confused yeah because like the floaty she reminds the floaty little fairy Princess Leia bun person. Anyway, she kind of reminds me of like an evil stepsister. Um, but like, who? I was so confused at the start of the episode. She's like, Rapunzel's already taken some of your power. And she's like, I'm like, who? How did she take some of her power? Like, I'm so confused. And then like, we find, we kind of find out at the end, but also I'm, I feel like she's totally lying because that doesn't make any sense to me. Personally, the explanation I was like, oh, that's probably makes sense, but yeah. And then I was also kind of confused, like, why is Rapunzel like interviewing ladies' maids? Like, wait, hang on, hang on. Before you say that, I want to follow up on what you were saying. I think I agree that like the blue girl was confusing, but I I feel like she's just trying to motivate Cass and yeah, and remind maybe remind her and us of why she has problems with Rapunzel because it's been. A lot of episodes now without um, dealing with the two of them again yeah. directly. And so, I mean, I'm like, wait, why? Why is Cassandra doing this again? Why? <laughs> what, what is her goal here? I mean, she, yeah. I know she feels um, like Rapunzel doesn't value her and that Rapunzel was given more things than she was and that she's jealous yeah. of that. But so she got this power what is she gonna do with the power what is, what is her plan what is going on why is she still outside with the blue girl what is she doing does she even sleep do her new powers yeah. like make her invincible sleep like and what she is literally this blue girl's lived... motivation i don't understand what why the blue girl what the blue girl wants her to do like well, i mean i feel like happening? like that's fun like we'll we'll find out about her eventually but cassandra like she lived in the castle with her friends for years, and now she's on her own for the first time ever. Where, what is she doing? I want an episode <laughs> um, about her. Like, what's a day in Evil Cassandra's life now? <laughs> Vlog style. Day with Evil Cassandra. Al always giving me those looks like, what are you doing with your life? Then I drink out of a crick, and then I do blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, what? what is she doing? What is going on with her? I just made Cassandra sound super country. I was like, drink out of a crick. I don't know. She's never, like, been... A- yeah, Maybe she's-, she's embracing her countryside. Maybe she is. Like, yeah, but what is she... It looks like she just, like, walks around, like, on, like, the rubble of the caravan all day going, Yeah, like, like she's still, she's still yeah. just outdoors wearing the same thing in the same kind of terrain. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, they have traveled really far, so maybe she's just, like, trying to get back. Because they took a hot air balloon back, but she didn't. She has to walk, so. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, dang it. Why couldn't I have betrayed her after the after the balloon ride? <laughs> that would have made more sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and so my thought was, why is Rapunzel, like, even looking for a lady's maid? Like, her parents still have their memory wiped. Like, her kingdom is, like, being rebuilt, like, with all this, like, 
the rocks and like they were like taken over by these evil people and now her concern is finding a new lady's maid like she didn't even wear shoes why does she need a lady's maid well obviously it's because she's trying to replace cassandra and she wants a friend who can distract her um i and i, I actually i kind of like that finding a new lady's maid thing and i would have liked if the episode had showed us that i was excited to have a new character and that but wouldn't have she, been quite as good as a day with Cassandra, but it would have been better than just a random flashback. Yeah. But she went through six ladies' maids. <laughs> the ladies' maid is so funny. Like how Rapunzel is just looking for a best friend and this girl just wants to do her job and go like embroider something. Yeah, that was that was kind of funny. Um, Rapunzel's like, hey, aren't, aren't you going to like clap back at my boyfriend, you know, the future king? Aren't you going to yeah. give him a zinger? I mean, come on. Yeah. She's like, okay, like, what do you want from me, lady? Um, yeah, I love that. That the the humor of this episode was definitely its saving grace for me. You are all about that tangled humor, aren't you? <laughs> um, I did think it was interesting doing the flashback. Just like, I I guess because we just. It's hard to remember how she was at the beginning because we are three seasons in and everything. But I was like, oh, my goodness. Rapunzel was, like, so – I mean, she's still immature in a lot of ways. But she was, like – she vandalized, literally vandalized that row of armor, like, creating work for some people. I'm like, you were, like, two. Like, you were so – wow, that's really, really not not okay. And then I was thinking, like, Eugene is, like, such a spoiled baby. Like, he's, <laughs> he's sitting there, like, where the king's come talk to me, like, has those cucumbers on his face and he's getting a facial massage. I'm like – Dude, what do you do? Like, you're just mooching off your girlfriend. Oh, well, come on. He, like, literally lived on the run for his entire life until he, you know, found this princess. So he yeah. deserves to relax a little. <laughs> it was just so weird, though. Like, Rapunzel going into his, like, spa treatment day and disturbing his peace. I was like, what? Like, who's paying for this? This is what the tax dollars are going to, Eugene's facial massages. <laughs> yeah. It was nice to see um, the king and queen again in the flashback. And remember how they used to be. I also thought, even though the flashback wasn't the best idea, I, I really liked the concept of the princess contest. Like, it sounded so fun. Like, the queens get to pick a different event from the different kingdoms. Like, that sounded so cool. And I thought Rapunzel would be, like, a lot more gung-ho to, like, participate, like, to win, you know, participate in it instead of just messing things up. Like, that was pretty embarrassing, gotta say. I loved how she kept going back to the to the flute and the bongo drums. That's good. That was her one thing she really wanted to make oh happen. Oh my goodness! It kind of reminded me of of in Pride and Prejudice when like the the girls um, Eliza's oh, I can't talk Elizabeth's sisters are just like embarrassing the crap out of her at that really fancy like Pemberley party and like the ones is just like playing the piano like. Duh! And, like won't get off and then then like her dad That's like tries to Rapunzel. be subtle and then yeah it's just super embarrassing so i feel like Cass is just like eliza bennett in that case just going like oh my goodness mm. <laughs> yeah like, um, stop yeah that was something i did enjoy about the flashback getting reminded of how much rapunzel has changed since she got out of the tower i mean especially when it comes to socializing and making friends like she's such a bubbly friendly person mm. and she always was that way but she definitely had no idea what she was doing yeah i mean after spending 18 years by herself i mean that like that yeah. that's literally like that's crazy like that is serious cognitive she, effects yeah 
<laughs> it's amazing she's as well adjusted as she is. <laughs> yes. I think a huge a huge part of that really is Eugene, just because when she first got out, like she would be I mean, she's so vulnerable, like she wants to make friends with anyone and if she yeah. had found like a guy who wasn't as great, it could have seriously messed her up even more. And so oh, yeah. I'm very thankful for that. Eugene for really yeah. being that grounding force in her life. <laughs> He's a crook. <laughs> Which makes it all the more funny. He's literally a crook. But yeah, he's the good influence in our life, I guess, there. And oh, I thought, I mean, yeah, Rapunzel's like bubbliness and spontaneity did get like kind of annoying sometimes, like when she was being very disrespectful to that queen's tradition during that event. Um, <laughs> but it, she did have some really cute moments. Like her air hug was super cute when she was like, okay, I'll give you Prisma's face, but I'll hug you with my mind. Like that was really funny. Um, and there were just so many cool challenges. I thought the befriending woodland creatures challenge just sounded really hilarious. And I thought it was super funny. I thought funny. that was going to be right up her alley. Yeah, and then she comes out with like this hero- like ferocious animal. And they were like, oh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, and yeah. then it was funny when um, <laughs> I saw like when Rapunzel was like playing her flute, like Fred did a little dance. And then like Eugene, I made that joke about dancing earlier. And I was like, what if Fred and Eugene like did a little jig together? <laughs> oh, maybe that's King Fred's secret talent. Maybe. I could see him cutting a rug out there. That's how he wooed the queen. Woo, <laughs> oh my. That's a lovely word. Woo. He took her for a spin. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny when he came in on Eugene about to say that he was stealing something. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was fun to feel that tension between the thief and the king. Yeah, and I kind of forgotten like literally that's when they like just met him and they like still getting used. They hadn't like seen a lot of his like good characteristics and that he was kind of out of that lifestyle for the most part. So like him saying like oh goodness, when I did this they're like oh my goodness so yeah that was that was kind of funny um, oh and then it was funny when Rapunzel um, tried to like force a sleepover and Cassandra's like heck no but then she was like okay I won't I won't bother you anymore and then Cassandra's like but this is my room <laughs> yeah I love that part that was one of the funniest parts she was like what the heck like I'd be so uncomfortable if this girl like wanted to sleep in my room I'd be like okay <laughs> I think I can be a lot more like Cassandra and a lot more reserved so I was like oh my goodness yeah and then, and then they both agreed that they needed to understand each other better and I liked how Cassandra said she was gonna I think she said she was going to try to try harder to not try to, yeah. to yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> try harder. Try, she was going to try, try harder, harder at not, not trying <laughs> to be friends. It's, it's convoluted. People. It was funny. Yeah. Whatever. It yeah. It was, it was funny the way she worded it. Um, it seemed like when they were doing that montage though, of them winning and stuff, it kind of seemed like there were more than seven events. Cause I thought there were only seven. Cause they were like, Oh, the seven kingdom each, each pick an event. And then I, I like felt like there was no way they were gonna win if out of seven events they had like lost like five. Like that doesn't make any sense. Although that embroidery, wow, that really was impressive. I didn't I didn't love the event thing. Um I know you said you were excited about the princess, you know, events or whatever, but I thought she was gonna meet like... some fun princes, but they never even talked to her. <laughs> yeah, and I think all the events were kinda lame to me at least. Like the one where they were just in like the mall ride of the trying not to get thrown off. <laughs> like yeah. I, mean, I guess it's kinda of funny. It was just like It's Ugh. funny. Ugh. But um, yeah, I wish they, they had did, did have some better ones. The Woodland Creatures one I thought was like super funny. But besides that, yeah. Like the dancing one was like kinda like, eh, like could take it or leave it. Um I, I did like the 
the really tough Queen's challenge, but I thought the lion was kind of cute when he came out. The lion was kind of cute. His face was really cute. I just couldn't get on board with that last challenge because it was so, like, I cannot picture, like, like so there are all these princesses, and they're, like, having some princess games. They dance, you know, they, mm-hmm. they do some embroidery, and then they they bring out this giant I, I assume it's like metal or something it was monster. metal yeah it literally gut like punches Rapunzel with a with the, it literally sent two girls flying through a wall they broke through the wall like they would be dead I cannot picture like King Fred and like all these royals like letting this happen like that it was just too weird for me like they're it was really weird royal princesses and this gladiator I, and I know that they each got to pick their own thing, but this yeah. is, like, too far. <laughs> it was, like, crazy. Yeah, I feel like you could never be, like, so good at embroidery, but then also be so good to, like, win that kind of challenge. Those are very different skills, like, gross motor skills versus fine motor skills. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that was... And I also was wondering why the queen didn't want her own kids to win. If they were the ones like competing, she was like, oh, Cassandra, like you better win the flag. And I was like, but it's your own kid. That whole thing was weird, too, because she sought her out and like asked and like said that, you know, if you win, I'll mm-hmm. let you join my battalion. And I was like, OK, so I guess she just thinks she would be a worthy addition. So I guess she wants her to mm-hmm. prove herself and then come join. But then like she pokes her head in before they're the last challenge starts and she like is like oh she didn't tell you and she kind of like sabotages their team yeah and so i was like does she not want her to win or why would she do that it just seemed really like a dumb way a really too easy way to introduce conflict between yeah and cast because she just pokes her head and is like oh by the way oh she didn't tell you yeah yeah and also she said she's not happy with her current um role here yeah plus okay bye Plus, I mean, like, I guess Rapunzel didn't know her that well, uh, but, like, I mean, you can kind of tell that Rapunzel was raised by, or Cass was raised by Captain of the Guards, like, she doesn't always want to be a maid, like, Father was kind of, like, always, like, a big point in her character, so I didn't think Rapunzel should have, I guess they didn't know each other that well at that point, but she should really shouldn't have been that offended, and then, like, I mean, if you have the chance to, like, not be a lady's maid, like, why not? And then also, like, it was kind of a dumb way to think about it, like, to prove herself, because, like, why would she want a warrior to be good at embroidery? Plus, it wasn't like she wasn't the one like really competing. It was like Rapunzel who was like messing up everything. So that's not Cassandra's fault. Like that's not at all. Like she can't control like her superior, her princess. So like why would like that just didn't seem like that'd be a worthy way to prove yourself based on how you get along with this princess and embroidery. You can be a warrior. Like that just had nothing to do with Cass's like prowess yeah, or like I'm- physical ability or anything. I'm not sure the queen of... Okay, and I did, like, Invar. Or <laughs> Invar. whatever it was. They always... They, like, every time they said it, they would roll the R's harder, and that, that was really fun. Oh, yeah, I guess um, there was that. I didn't pick up on that. But I don't think the queen was counting on Rapunzel being such a bumbling partner. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, honestly, didn't it... Now that I think about it, they already had an episode where Cass and... Rapunzel were like both in the challenge of the brave so that was like a similar thing too where they were like yeah yep <laughs> that yeah I don't I don't feel like this episode really told us anything yeah. interesting or new like we I I mean I feel like they went into a little bit of their beginning of their friendship in season one yeah um 
and so the, this just it didn't do it for me <laughs> that reminds me of Demi Lovato's song I want something new I want something fresh cause you don't do it for, for me, me anymore. anymore I wanna see Cassandra camping out on the floor also, camping out on the floor. She's gonna be on the on the ground, ground floor, the forest floor. I also thought it was dumb, like that Cass didn't win and like get the flag because she was so freaking close. And then Rapunzel's like, get the flag. Literally, Rapunzel like got knocked over already like seven times, so she's not seriously hurt. Why is this time any different? But then she like jumps off for some reason and goes to like help her up. I was like, that's just idiotic you can have the best of both worlds like apologize to Rapunzel but help her get the flag first so that her name can be on the special trophy and that would probably make her feel happy too yeah I think in a, it would have the, the, the her choice to stay would have had a bigger impact if she had won and then won. turned exactly. down the queen's offer exactly that's what I thought too so I was just like that is that's dumb. Like, maybe if she had, like, knocked around the first time and she was like, oh, my goodness. But it literally had already knocked her down, like, a bazillion times. And she cared about that one time when she was, like, so close. She could – it would have taken, like, just a couple more seconds to grab the flag and hop off. But no. Yeah. And then also I just wasn't totally convinced by Cassandra's emotional arc there because the whole yeah. the whole time she'd been so annoyed with Rapunzel – and yeah. I mean, obviously she was getting to know her better, but still, like this is a yeah. chance of a lifetime that she's been looking for, and yeah, I I just didn't really see the progression enough from being annoyed with Rapunzel to suddenly being willing to sacrifice that for her. Yeah, to sacrifice like everything it was just really crazy. Yep. Ugh. And then also, do you think the lady is telling the truth about? When Rapunzel touched the stone, it sucked some of the Moonstone's power. I was like, I don't get why that would make Cass so mad, for one. And then also, I feel like that's not the truth. Because, like, her sun powers protected her. Or wasn't that the Moonstone, like, that doesn't make sense that she would suck power from that and then that would protect her. I was, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of processing the, the, the blue girl's <laughs> diatribe, but... Did it, is the reason why, or like is evidence that she sucked that power out, remember, she could still use the dark incantation when she got Varian's dad out? Yeah, she could still use the dark incantation. So you're saying like that's the power of the moonstone? I feel like she stole some of that power maybe. The incantation power? Maybe, I don't know. Do you think Cass would be caught dead singing an incantation? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She doesn't seem to like a... I mean, well, I guess she does sing sometimes, but not very often. <laughs> she, she's been getting more singing lately. Yeah. As she waits in those wings, she has to do something. Yeah, she has nothing better to do now than sing to herself an owl. Well, apparently they're just <laughs> wandering around. In the forest. She's she's still waiting. Like, even after she be a villain, she's still waiting. Like, honestly, that seriously is really annoying to me the more I think about it, because <laughs> she needs... A drive. She needs to be doing something. Like yeah. they're just You're fired leaving up. her character there. Like she has. They should have. Maybe they did, and I'm forgetting about it. But I don't think they did. They should have given her something to like go toward while all this is taking place back in Corona. Like she should be. She should have said like, "Oh, I'm gonna go here and figure something out." Or uh, I guess she's yeah. practicing her powers. But she's not. <laughs> How much practice do you need? 
Okay, I've been, I've pulled these spikes out of the ground 427 times. Let's try it one more time. <laughs> oh, now I just have waiting in the wings just played in my head. Oh. So, yeah, um, you want to let's wrap things up. I think I've made it clear how I feel about the episode. I mean, I did like it, I think, better than last week's, honestly, though. What was last week's again? It's all a blur. It was the time travel one. Oh, yeah. That was just so weird seeing Eugene, like, when he was... It's kind of interesting that we got a time travel episode followed by a flashback episode. I feel like maybe maybe the writers were, like, having a hard time deciding what her- Cassandra's motivation was, too. A little bit, oh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I... No, I mean, it's a big thing to think about. Gotta get it right. So they're just, <laughs> yeah. they're just, they're just <gasps> doing, doing some other things in the meantime. I mean, Cassandra um, probably is having trouble figuring out herself because it was... Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of a impulse decision it was to betray Rapunzel, but now that it's happened, I feel like it's yeah. kind of sinking into her and she's like, why did I do this again? Like, she even seems to have doubts about her yeah. choices in this. Yeah. I mean... You'd think she'd be more mad at her mom than Rapunzel because her mom chose to spend 18 years locked in a tower with another girl and <laughs> gave Cassandra away. But instead she's mad at the other girl who was forced to be locked in the tower with said mom. So she's yeah, very, I, very... See, that's why um, I want... I, I, they need... Cassandra and Rapunzel need to confront each other before the season ends because we need answers to yeah. like all those kinds of questions. I don't want to go through yeah. this whole season just not knowing what's going on they need to touch base yeah i feel like that that the series like opener just gave us like such a so many such a big like taste for the episode for like the series we were like all so excited and it was just like so much information and now i've just really calmed (laughs) calmed down um and we're just like we're just on the edge of our seats we're like come on come on give me more give me more (laughs) yeah yeah I want it. I want it. I, I, I want it. I, I want it. I, I, I want it all. <laughs> well, our next stop isn't anywhere. Our next stop is going to be the eighth episode. We're actually catching up now. I think we only have two or three episodes left before we're caught up with the, the yeah. airing schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, the next episode is called the king and queen of hearts and it looks like we're finally going to get to find out what fred and ariana have been up to that's what i was just gonna say i've been i've been hoping that we're gonna find something out something out about that because yeah definitely needs to be resolved i'm excited about that i'm excited to get some forward story progress and Mm -hmm. it could be interesting seeing fred and ariana if they're still in their forgetful state, like it could be a fun, goofy episode to see a king yeah. and queen having yeah. no idea what's going on. Uh, but also really heartbreaking. That just made me kind of sad because it's like, oh, I guess Our I better wait to see. Are high. I guess I better wait and see how the episode goes. But my first thought is like, <laughs> you've been like that abusive mom, like locked away for eighteen years, and you come back finally have your real parents. Where you have to go on off on this adventure, then you come back and your real parents have like had their memories basically like totally messed with and they're not who like you thought they were for that one short like year you knew them like oh my gosh you'd be so messed up eugene and like has to be super supportive and not be so much of a like goof goofing off he has to really be some 
do some serious line towing for her. Yeah, thanks a lot, Varian, you goth toddler. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so weird. Um, yeah, but we would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Corona Podcast, and you can also email us at coronaconversations at gmail.com. Um, thank you again to the people who reviewed us. Um, if you are interested in receiving a stylish Corona sun drop flower pin um, for your bag or for a clothing item or whatnot, um, please email us and let us know um, that you reviewed us and that you would like us to send you a pin. Um, yeah, we would love to do that. And we're so um, grateful for you guys for being so sweet and reviewing us and being such awesome listeners. Um, yeah, we just sent out the pins earlier this week, and so it was very exciting. We? I think it would be mean me. <gasps> yes. Yes, Caleb yeah, handled, handled that and of it. The first pin giveaway, um, I mailed it to uh, a girl in Pakistan, which was really cool. But it was interesting because my post office was very suspicious of me. Because, <laughs> like, the pin, you know, has, like, a pokey part in it. Yeah. And so they're like, what is in this? Why are you, like, why are you mailing this overseas? And I'm like, uh, it's just, you know, like a pen pal thing. They're like, it's is fine. this a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you like to know <laughs> yeah I, I i've like mailed a lot of things overseas but i guess i mailed things to australia and i guess like that doesn't have a strict custom laws i didn't think about like yeah pakistan might have stricter um rules on different things but yeah i've also never mailed like sharp objects so well from what they made it sound like as long as it's a flat as long as it's like paperwork or a flat item then it's fine but as, as if it's like an item like a good then you have to register it with customs really? and then it's like an import kind of thing oh because i've mailed like keychains and like stickers and like little things like that well yeah as long as they can't feel it like as long as it feels yeah. flat then it's fine but this oh, was okay. like just thick enough to warrant some to, suspicion to make I them guess. Hmm. <laughs> but it's fine it got sent out got a tracking number and everything so got it sent out and did, did we get our the second one sent out to hunter yeah yeah okay to hunter uh-huh uh-huh to hunter <laughs> okay well um let's finish off the beginnings by coming to an end <sighs> da da da